0: A New York Times investigation finds the CMS nursing home star rating system is broken. As telehealth providers cross state lines, competition heats up. And the vaccine ad campaign is underway. It's all coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Tuesday, March 16th, and I'm Alex Olgin with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. COVID-19 vaccine supply is stabilizing, and more than a fifth of the country has gotten at least one dose. President Biden directed states to open up shots to all Americans by May 1st, and there is concern that we may be soon reaching a point where supply outpaces demand. The Biden administration is therefore now ramping up its focus on encouraging people to get the shot. According to reporting by Stat News, the administration is going to unveil a $1.5 billion campaign to target young people, conservatives, and people of color who are skeptical, apathetic, or unsure about how to get a vaccine appointment. The Biden administration is already strategically deploying top scientists with targeted messaging. National Institutes of Health Director and Devout Christian Dr. Francis Collins did an interview with the Christian Broadcasting Network. For me, as a scientist who's also a Christian, this is an answer to a lot of prayers, and it feels as if this is the way in which God is helping us get through this. And Dr. Marcella Nunez-Smith, a professor of medicine at Yale University and the leader of Biden's Health Equity Task Force, was on The Shade Room, a media outlet geared towards Black viewers, in February. She assured viewers that people of color have been involved in the whole vaccine development and testing process. All the things that are different now than when we talk about Tuskegee. So black and brown people on the scientific team, you know, black and brown folks were on the review panels for the FDA and others to, to say is it safe or effective? And in an ad campaign that came out last week, four of the five former living presidents, Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, George Bush and Barack Obama, are shown receiving the shot along with their wives to encourage Americans to do so as well. Notably, former President Donald Trump is not in the ad. He did get vaccinated before leaving the White House, although not on camera. The nation's top infectious disease official, Dr. Anthony Fauci, told Fox News on Sunday an ad from Trump would be a huge asset in the vaccination effort. It seems absolutely inevitable that the vast majority of people who are his close followers would listen to him. He's such a strongly popular person. I cannot imagine that if he comes out that they would not get vaccinated. It would be very helpful to the effort. A few weeks ago, Trump did encourage people to get their vaccines during an appearance at the Conservative Political Action Conference, or CPAC. It has been well documented that COVID 19 tore through many of the nation's nursing homes. As of late February, the virus killed at least 172,000 residents and staff in long-term care facilities, about a third of the total 535,000 U.S. COVID deaths. Several of the nursing homes with deadly outbreaks were among the top-rated facilities in the country. A New York Times investigation finds the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services' star rating system is broken and wasn't a predictor of how prepared nursing homes were for the pandemic. CMS created the star rating system on the Nursing Home Compare website in 2008. The agency compiles self-reported data from 15,000 nursing homes about staffing, time nurses spend with residents, quality of care, and combines that with inspections by officials to come up with a star rating. One star is the lowest and five stars is the highest rating. The Times analyzed hundreds of thousands of inspection reports and payroll records and compared them to the ratings. They found the data nursing homes reported to CMS is often wrong. Nursing homes failed to report serious falls and underreported how often antipsychotic medications were given to seniors. Many facilities also inflated their staffing levels. The Times found 450 nursing homes with four- or five-star ratings had at least half of their nursing hours from administrative nurses who don't care for patients. Another problem is that even when inspectors did find serious problems at highly rated nursing homes, they rarely did more detailed audits or lowered facility ratings. Another finding, the inspections, which are supposed to be a surprise, often aren't. The Times found on inspection days in 2019, 70% of facilities increased their staffing. State officials in Florida and Oklahoma even pleaded guilty to taking bribes for alerting nursing homes about inspection dates. Just days after the Times investigation, Attorney General of California Javier Becerra filed a lawsuit against Brookdale Senior Living for manipulating the star rating system. Becerra is the current nominee for Secretary of Health and Human Services, which oversees CMS, the agency in charge of the rating system. The telehealth land grab is in full swing. With state-by-state licensing rules temporarily waived during the COVID public health emergency, competition for patients is fierce, and some healthcare care providers are concerned out-of-state telehealth providers will scoop up commercially insured patients. One such dynamic is playing out in Montana. A Minnesota-based behavioral health provider is offering telehealth care to patients in Montana. As one Montana behavioral health provider told Kaiser Health News, the playing field isn't even because those out-of-state telehealth providers don't have to accept Medicaid patients like in-state providers do. There's a bill in the Montana legislature that seeks to make these interstate telehealth practices permanent. It's unclear how many states will try and do the same. State medical boards and other licensing groups have for years limited this interstate practice by requiring providers to get licensed in each state that they practice in. There is an even greater threat from large companies with great brand recognition, like Amazon. There has been reported rumors that Amazon Care is gearing up to launch its telehealth service nationally. The service, which has been limited to Amazon employees in Washington, has been filing to operate in several states. And sources told Business Insider the company is planning to expand care to Amazon workers across the country and possibly some employers as well. If true, this would be the company's largest move into care delivery. Amazon has been tinkering around the edges of healthcare for years. It was part of the now-defunct haven, an effort to change the way employers provide insurance. And last year, the tech giant launched Amazon Pharmacy. Amazon also joined Utah-based Intermountain Healthcare and St. Louis-based Ascension, forming an advocacy group to push for policy changes to make home care more broadly available and reimbursed by both Medicare and private payers. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, Merck is again making news for a partnership with a rival. The New Jersey based drug company is now working with Gilead Sciences to see if experimental drugs that each are developing could work together to treat HIV. Shares of Merck were up 2.2%, and shares of Gilead were up 2.5% Monday. The broader sector was up 0.65%. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.